0: And the river moves my mind And the river moves my mind today And the river moves my mind And the river moves my mind today Rain meets the river River meets the valley Valley meets the rain Rain, Miss River, River Miss Valley, Valley Miss Rain. Rain, Miss River, River, Miss Valley, Valley Miss Rain. Rain, Missile River, River, Miss Valley, Valley Miss Rain, Live on In the Valley High! Oh. <laughs> Hey, welcome everybody. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this episode of the Ankylosing Spondylitis Podcast. It's kind of interesting. uh, As a person that's had Ankylosing Spondylitis for 34 plus years, I'm in no way an expert and I continuously learn I'm only an expert on the way AS has affected me. And the weird thing or the unfortunate thing about this disease is that we are all affected differently. One thing I do notice as I peruse the forums, whether they be on Facebook or the different areas, is I see people that are maybe in the earlier stages of it, still quite flexible, still can move uh, relatively well, and I see a lot of talk about, oh, I've, I've cured it. I'm going to fight back against it. To the best of my research capabilities, there is no such thing as curing ankylosing spondylitis. There's remission. And I hope you all enjoy long, fruitful remissions. But I found nothing that says that there is any way based upon medical research that uh, AS is actually cured. I'm not saying that to be a downer. I'm just saying go into this realistically. Go into this with the idea that you're managing something that's going to affect you for your lifetime. Uh, Whether you be in your 20s, 30s, 50s, or 60s, you're going to be dealing with this most likely the rest of your life, and that, if you take that attitude, my my thought is if you carry on forward with that attitude, well, it's a chronic illness and there's going to be good days, and there's going to be bad days, you're going to end up fighting this uh, with the good fight. You're going to come out of this much better than somebody that is always woe is me. With this podcast, one of the things I want to look at is can we help this with diet? I see people say, oh, you've got to be a vegan or oh, you've got to eat this, or you must eat that or you stay away from this. Uh, you know, I really don't know because I'm a terrible example. I do not follow any type of specific diet, and I need to. I've had four hip replacement, well actually three hip replacement operations and one revision that failed and I carry too much weight, I need to be able to lessen the weight that's uh, being carried on my joints. Uh, My last surgery created a drop foot for me on my left foot, which means I now um, will be, matter of fact, today I went and got fitted for a brace to uh, hopefully help to keep me from tripping so much on my left foot. So there's a lot of things that can affect it. Um, The weight that I carry, because I have limited use of my left leg, I can't exercise. I can't go out and run. I see people that are able to do that. Uh, the stretching is great. All of these items, whether it be running, stretching, anything to keep that weight off and stay away from any type of diabetes or or any type of sedentary lifestyle as best you can is, is going to only benefit you. Um, so as we go forward in this, I want to look at diet. I'll be having somebody on pretty soon that talks about a diet based upon, it's called NSNG, no sugars, no grains. And Vinny will be here to talk about it. And in that episode, you'll find links to his books and his website and and videos. And he's got his own podcast. He's got a lot of good evidence as to uh, the no sugar, no grain theory and how it can help and reduce inflammation, which is really the main issue that we all suffer from. And on top of that, it can help to keep some of you, the, the, hopefully, the weight off. I've also planned on having a person on to deal and talk about, you know, relationships, not how you deal with your friends. We, I think we all do fairly well in that aspect. Uh, it's really the relationship you have with others uh, that care for us, um, whether it be a boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever. Uh, you're going to deal with situations where you're having a flare and they don't understand is if they don't have any type of illness like this, they're going to have higher energy levels. Most likely want to get up and go and do things. And there's going to be times when you just don't feel like it. And how do you deal with those? How do you uh, explain that to somebody? If you're not in a relationship and dating, when do you bring up something like AS, ankylosing spondylitis, um, even the name can scare people. So how do you bring that up? How do you explain that there's going to be times when you just don't want to do anything? Um, and, and on top of that, maybe there's other things that are affecting you besides just the AS. Luckily, besides allergies, mine's just AS. I don't have uh, anything else like I've seen some of you talk about. So uh, knock on wood, that's that's pretty well. Well, I also hope to look at... Um, medications. Biologics is a big thing. When we look at uh, the different items, I've been on O-Embril, I've been on Humira, and both of those didn't work for me for very long. I would take them, have great results for two, three months, and then it was just nothing. A pain would come rushing back. I now have been on, this is December, so I've now been on Cosentix for a year and it's for me this is not medical advice you know please contact your doctor but for me Cosentix has been a game changer this is something I wish would have been around 25 30 years ago I might have had less uh, hip replacement operations and not be dealing with some of the issues I am now Uh, it's removed much of my pain and now the pain that I have for the most part is the leftover my my spine has already fused. My lower spine is already sore and stiff all the time because the vertebrae sealed so, or, um sealed. So there's nothing Cosentix can do about that. But I have better ability to take deep breaths. I don't have that constricted lung feeling like I was for a while. And I'm only hoping as I, I lose weight, that ability to take deeper breaths comes back uh, to me, you know, many times over. So tell me what affects you. You know, come onto the podcast, send me a message from F- Facebook uh or from Instagram, let me know how you guys are doing. Let me know what you're feeling, let me know what is affecting you. Let me know what you'd like to hear experts come on and talk about. Uh again, I I hope to have somebody on from the company that makes Cosentix. Uh I'd like to have others on to discuss Um, how they deal with their AS, how they've dealt with it short term. It's, you know, for people that are relatively new, what type of things would you want to hear? Um, I know I've talked to folks that are newer into the journey of AS, and you, you never want to minimize anybody's pain because pain is pain. But I try to explain in some cases their pain may lessen as time goes on. Um, It's hard for them to hear, especially if they're in a flare at that particular point because all bets are off at that time. Uh, But for me, pain has lessened as the AS seems to become less aggressive than it was, say, in my 20s. I was a miserable person in my 20s because the AS was so bad, so strong. Uh, It's one of the things that definitely contributed to the failing of my marriage in my twenties and early thirties was uh, strictly due to the fact that I wasn't treating the AS the way it needed to be treated. Treated. I wasn't on the proper medications, and I was just a son of a gun. I was a bastard to be around when a flare would hit me. Uh, on top of that, especially if I got iritis or any of those other diseases that are are in the peripheral of AS when they would affect me. Forget about it. I was just all um i'm just a miserable person to be around and you know so as we go through this journey with as i'd like to hear from people where is it that they get most of their pain spine mine was in the spine but it wasn't as bad as the hips from the hips down i was constantly in pain uh my heels of my feet uh Not so much my knees, but the heels of my feet would be almost impossible to walk on at times. Uh, Hip pain from both the right and the left side. I had my left hip replaced the first time in 1991. I was 21 years old. Then the right hip, I remember being at work one day and I lifted a box and I pivoted. And my right hip gave out and I looked at the person I was working with and I said, it's time to have this hip replaced. Sure enough, I went to the doctor, and they're like, oh, this has got to come out and change. And that was when I was 23. Knock on wood, I'm 48, almost 49. That right hip is still going strong. It's 20, 25 years old, almost 26 years old. The left hip, I haven't had as good a luck, and that's created a lot of the problems I deal with. You know, uh, I also, <clears throat> excuse me, as we talk about different medications you know, are you in a state that allows for medical marijuana? I am in Michigan where not only is there medical marijuana available, but there's also recreational marijuana available now. I don't use either of those, uh, not because I disagree with them. I'd, I'd love to, uh, but I also don't want to lose the rights to uh, purchase and or sell firearms. I enjoy going to the shooting range. I enjoy hunting, and so until they remove that federal violation, which then limits my Second Amendment rights, I have to stay away and just hopefully see the anecdotal evidence come up that the CBD oils, the recreational use of marijuana, it it, the medical use of marijuana, it all gets in and helps to alleviate uh, some of the pain. So I've thought about having people on from the marijuana industry here in, in Michigan, but If you're in another state and have connections and want to hear from that state, I'm completely open to it as well, whether it be retailers, uh, growers, uh, or just the medical marijuana industry. This is a podcast for all of us. I do it. I want to have you all on at some point. You know, this is an open forum. So uh, if you want to come on, just shoot me a message through Instagram or Facebook that you want to come on and we'll talk. And we'll get you on. I I want this to be for everybody. I've got plenty of bandwidth to put podcasts out. So uh, unfortunately, right now, due to due to limitations, if I can better figure out or have one of you guys show me better how to use Skype, then we can go around the world. And whether you're in Australia, India, Europe, wherever, I can get you on. But right now, I don't have that recording of Skype down 100%. So I'm limited to just uh, Mexico, United States, and Canada at the moment. But again, anybody can show me how to fix Skype, we can go much farther. Uh, so back to when you were affected, um, by, affected by the uh, ankylosing spondylitis. How old were you? Were you in your 20s? Can you remember younger? Were you in your 30s, your 40s? In my case, I was diagnosed at 14, but I can remember going back 10, 9, And being told, "Oh, it's just growing pains. You'll grow out of it. You're you're fine." Well, we weren't. And at that time, there wasn't the the amount of medications and pain management that was available. You just literally you just had to tough it out. And there was, you know, take some aspirin, and that was about the extent of what the rheumatologist could provide to me back in 1984. Uh, You know, do we want to talk genetics? It'd be neat. I think it'd be neat to have somebody on uh to talk about have many of us done i don't know 23andme or ancestry.com or whatever to see how we're affected are we all hla b27 negative or positive i'm positive uh i don't know my my kids don't we we tested them and none of them had the the positive for that but my oldest daughter seemed to show some hip uh, pain so i'm hoping she doesn't have it uh So those are the things that we look at. I don't want this to be a a venture that causes dissent among people with AS. Again, the, the, the only constant with ankylosing spondylitis is that nothing is the same for all of us. We all have a journey to follow with ankylosing spondylitis. Our journeys are all going to be different but the same. We can be compassionate to each other. We can listen. Uh, be there. Uh, the first time I met people that had AS like me, it was an eye-opener. Uh, growing up where I did, pre-internet days, I was the only one that had this. Nobody in my family had it. Uh, we, my parents were basically first generation in America, so we didn't know anybody back further. And grow, you know, I was in a real small town in the thumb of Michigan. I didn't meet somebody that had AS for a, a decade. And then it wasn't a, probably until another decade after that that I actually had meaningful conversations with people with AS that all of us dealt with this um, this issue as we, we marched forward and, and worked on it. We all experienced it differently, but they were the first times I ever felt That the person sitting across from me could empathize with me and not look down upon me, not feel sorry for me. I didn't want anybody feeling sorry for me. I think that's probably a constant is I I don't want to be felt sorry for. I just want to be understood. Tell me, is that how that goes for y'all? So, anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. It wasn't really set to be any specific topic. It's just that I wanted to get out and, and communicate with everybody, and I hope you'll respond back. I hope you like it. I'm not going to do a whole lot of editing on these shows. I want to keep them fairly raw, fairly just whatever goes in the microphone is what you guys hear. That way, you know, I, I, I don't know. To me, it just is better. What Whatever you hear is what you get. So, I hope you guys have a great afternoon. I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, please go out and check out the Ankylosing Spondylitis uh, Instagram page. Feel free to uh, hit me up on Facebook at Jason Sacco, and I look forward to hearing everybody's stories, uh, being supportive with everybody, uh, knowing where you stand and where where you're at, and w- locations, and you know just how we can better be there for each other and be resources for when you have an issue with your rheumatologist or a spouse or a sibling or whoever, that we can all kind of lean out there in a more easy way to, to or I should say, put a helping hand out there to each other, just to let others with this um, condition with ankylosing spondylitis know that there's people out there for them. So anyway, enough rattling on. I hope you guys have a great day, and I look forward to hearing from you all in the future. Take care.